Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Welcome to the 22nd episode of Interlude Army. Today we'll be talking about BTS's Map of the Soul 7, The Journey album, Smeraldo blog updates, and more. We also interviewed Nate Walker from BTS's American Hustle Life. Let's get it. Welcome to Interlude Army. I'm Roseanne. And I'm Jose. It's time to announce the winner of BTS's school trilogy, which includes Too Cool for School, Oh Are You Late Too, School Love Affair, and their Dark and Wild album. And the winner is... <laughs> eh, 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 put your hands up. <laughs> what? <laughs> Put your hands in the air and wave them like they don't care. That's that's a little respect reference there. Okay. (laughs) I get it. I got it. And the winner is Pat Gwen Pro. Yay! Yay! Congratulations. Congratulations! Congratulations to our winner. So... For the winner, please email us at interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com with the item that you won in the subject line. For example, School Trilogy winner. Yes, and of course, we have another giveaway. Oh, Another one. Another one. What was, have you seen that meme, that DJ Khaled meme? It's like, another one. Yes. Another one. <laughs> that meme is everywhere. Like, another one. <laughs> I like it. This time we're giving away not one, but two Map of the Soul Army Bombs. The special edition one, guys. Not the version three. The I guess it's not version four, but (laughs) Map of the Soul is special edition Army Bomb. I guess the version four for right now, I guess, if you want to call it. Yeah, for now. Maybe like 3.5. I don't know. 3.5. There, I like that one. (laughs) To enter... Follow Interlude Army on Himalaya, screenshot the follow, and write the words Army Bomb on the screenshot. Then send that screenshot to interludearmygiveaway at gmail.com with the subject line saying Army Bomb Giveaway. Make sure to listen to our next episode to hear if you are a winner. Uh Uh-huh. 
And if you think this is amazing, remember that once we hit 5,000 followers on the Himalaya app, we'll be giving away all of BTS's albums. So help spread the word, you guys. For this week's ARMY term, Monique will be explaining what an ARMY bomb means. This week's ARMY term is ARMY bomb. ARMY bombs are the official light sticks of BTS and ARMY. It shows our pride and solidarity of being fans of BTS. Primarily, you use the army bombs during concerts to cheer on the boys while they are performing. You can even connect the bombs to the stadium Wi-Fi, and depending on where you are and the song being performed, your bomb will change colors to match the performance and enhance your overall concert experience. When you're not at concerts, you can connect the army bomb to the Weverse app to add an extra level to your dance parties as you're grooving to certain music videos on the app. You can purchase your army bomb on the Weverse shop app, the merch shop, during concerts, or wherever light sticks are sold. So, have fun waving your army bombs in the air like you just don't care. What I hate, army. Thank you, Monique, for explaining what army bomb means. We can't wait to hear the other army terms our premium members will explain next. So, Jose, how have you been doing? I've been... Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, just okay? Yeah, like, like honestly, okay. it's... We've we've talked, Roseanne, and oh, yeah. it's been ugh, this week has been a little bit crazy for me. I don't want to get too into it. It's just mm-hmm. uh, uh, health things, and like just I guess I'm. It's been a bit of a down week for me, but I'm not gonna get y'all down, our listeners. But I'm okay. Um, yeah. like I'm good. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> We're here. Um, uh, (laughs) and uh i'm glad and happy to have another episode and have this as a as a way to talk to someone (laughs) and talk to you guys (laughs) and talk to talk about the a group that we all love too (laughs) of course um, but how are you roseanne i've been good as well um been cooking a lot actually lately at home every time oh yeah i mean i I'm not used to cooking as much, and that's because usually I'm caught up with, like, work. Yeah. But this time I've been, like, you know, telling myself to prep food at home at a certain time and trying out new dishes just so, you know, like, it keeps me preoccupied and also learning new things, so. What have you been cooking? Um, I've been cooking, like, a lot of dishes that include, like, beef, like, beef and potato, beef with bell peppers, <laughs> like, different types of ramen. So, yeah, just just experimenting and stuff and um that's nice yeah i don't know how to cook oh, <laughs> hey maybe this is your next project jose just don't burn down your apartment <laughs> just kidding have i told you that i like burnt a mar- uh what was those uh marushan the ramen cups <gasps> in the microwave <laughs> what wait how do- <laughs> yeah wait, girl how that that's how happen, bad jose? That's how bad. I don't even know if that's considered cooking, but that's how bad I am in the kitchen. Dang. I didn't put any water. I simply took off the plastic, put it in the microwave, and it just caught on fire because I didn't put any water in the cup. Oh, I didn't know you were supposed to put water in <laughs> oh, the cup. Baby. And I know people tell me it's on the freaking cup. The instructions are on the cup, <laughs> but I just figured there was something in there that made it cook on oh, its. I think you're the first person that I've heard that literally caught their ramen on fire and for, did not 
And I'm just happy it was just that. And, like, I didn't, like, forget about it. You know, because you, you know how sometimes you put something in the microwave and you go to, like, your room yeah. or, or wherever. Just wait until you hear it beep. I was just happy that I stayed there and waited because oh. <laughs> i don't know what would have happened if i like let it go the whole time because yeah. i stopped it once i saw the flame oh my god i can't imagine that you make me want to try it out in my microwave and see like how long was it oh, sitting no. in there <laughs> like for it to catch on fire you did not want that i don't know about making a whole dish a presentation none of oh. that i am not about that life no that could be your next <laughs> next project Jose. maybe <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> Maybe, but speaking about projects, Ooh. one project that came out is Map of the Soul 7, The Journey, the Japanese album. And it's finally out. Yep. Did you get a chance to listen to, because a lot of people might be like, well, everybody already listened to everything. Your Eyes Tell, mm. Stay Gold, and like the rest are all Japanese versions of Korean songs. But there is intro calling and outro The Journey. So did yep. you get to... A chance to listen to them? Yes, I did. And low-key wish. I know it's kind of like a remix of what they've already had somewhat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But just, I wish they made it into like an actual full, full song. Because <laughs> low-key, oh, gotcha. I like the intro. And I mm-hmm. wish they extended it from there. But I think that's like um, a common thing, I guess, with their Japanese albums. Usually their intros or, or even their outros would be like almost remixes and instrumentals Mm -hmm. which sound pretty cool so i mean what did what did you think of those though yeah the same uh of course when something is super short you and you're really enjoying it i feel like everybody says the same like i just wish it was a bit longer (laughs) and uh yeah it was it it, it was like nice i guess you could call them instrumentals in a way like there's no really vocal you can hear something but it's not really like a vocal song like it's just literal music um, but I thought they were nice to introduce the album and to mm-hmm. end it at the same time. So, yeah, it came out on July 15th last week. A lot of achievements already for the right. album. It de- th- This information we got actually today, it debuted right. at 115, number 115 on this week's Billboard 200 chart. But that's only because it was a partial sales week. So it dropped on Wednesday and then so tracking usually ends Thursday. But... For Ju- it literally came out what July fourteenth for us though because we're a day behind, right? I believe so. So I, for for sure, for sure, it only had two days, forty eight hours. Yeah, and that's amazing. One hundred and fifteen, really impressive as well though, because even though they got like two days of tracking, this is like with no physical sales yeah it's, it was all digital but also it's a japanese album that's what i guess makes it a lot more impressive is the fact that it's not their main language and usually japanese mm-hmm. comebacks are not as big as korean comebacks that's true. so mm-hmm. that's why we were like impressed with this debut but this debut officially made it as their 12th career entry on the chart this is extending their record for the most among all korean acts so far so impressive um and we got this news actually today as well that according to oricon <laughs> this album not only did it break like the 24 hour um, record for copies mm-hmm. but it recently broke the record for the, f- the highest first week album sales from a foreign male artist in history and this surpasses tvxq aka tongbang shingi um, for their album back in 2010. 
Jose, this was Whoa. 10 years ago. Wow. That's insane. So,、um, yeah, props to armies for like supporting BTS and they can only go high. Yeah, the fact that, like, you know, that we keep beating records、mm-hmm. and like people by now would think, oh, they're gonna slow down. Uh, no. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. Other than this Japanese comeback, of course, we are still looking forward to their. Upcoming Korean comeback, which、mm-hmm. we don't know when that's gonna happen. Yeah, so it's just amazing to you know be fed in the process. Like, there we're always being fed, so we got this Japanese album, and then now we're already getting all these like hints. Um, their Smeraldo blog dropped new entries while we were this within this week. We already got like two new entries, Jose. And I think Jose was, um, I, I don't know what I was doing, but Jose like messaged me <laughs> as soon as the um post. Dropped,、so. yeah. So it was the third story, the third post, if I'm not mistaken. That, yes, I was on I was on Twitter and then I saw the the post, and so I immediately texted Rosanna. I was like, Did you see? Did you not <laughs> see the, the the newest post? And now, and I told her, Girl, it's new, like it's a new, not new as in like it's just another post, but literally new because. What we've been、uh, sharing on the podcast and in our videos is that these stories are the same as in 2018 and 2017, just with the month different. You know, it's just the、yeah. difference of the month. But this third entry, third story, is literally a new one that、mm-hmm. they posted. And this was posted on the 15th, correct? Correct. The third、yes. story. And basically, it, it literally switches up. The story, well, at least in my opinion, I was like, Oh, yeah, now anything is possible. Like,、right? this is a <laughs> new entry, this is something that we hadn't read before. Um, we tied it with different things, and basically, the blog talks or this blog post talks about a typhoon coming and delaying the construction of this、mm. flower shop.、Mm-hmm. And this entry was not shared before, so we were just like, Huh, what are you talking about? A typhoon, like, typhoon? <laughs> <Which> is- where? <laughs> Yeah, and so the, the florist of the shop is actually saying that、uh, the, the, this, there's a young man, and we don't know who this young man We have theories, and we'll share them a、yeah. little bit right now. But this, basically, he sees this young man just looking at the construction, the delay of it, or just standing outside, just looking at it with an umbrella.、Mm-hmm. Um, and it's pouring outside, it's, it's raining, and then. The young man just leaves, like he doesn't do anything, he just leaves. So, we've been theorizing already、oh, immediately.、Yeah. <laughs> of course, immediately. I didn't even like think it could be somebody else. After a little bit, after I was like, okay, that it could be somebody else, but、yeah. <laughs> immediately I thought of Jimin and I even told Roseanne, I was like, girl, it's Jimin. Because Jimin is the one in the rain with an umbrella. He looks up and then he goes away. It's literally describing him, you know?、Mm-hmm. But Roseanne brought up a point that Jin is the only one that knows about this shop. So maybe it could be Jin. We just don't see Jin, you know? We just don't、yeah. see him in the highlight reels or anything like that. But then I told Bruce, I was like, girl, but it could still be Jimin because it's、yeah. just a, a, the, the shop is still under construction. So it could be anybody passing by and looking at it, you know? True, but true. right now, that's what, who we're thinking, right? Or unless you brought up more theories, Rose. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. It's right now, it's between, well, someone 
um, on Twitter brought up like that it might be V as well. But um, oh. personally, um, I think right now my bets are on Jin, but then Jimin is a possibility as well. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. because I mean, you know, there was no mention of the typhoon ever in like the notes. But yeah. if you watch the highlight reel again, when Jimin um, got into like that accident with the girl and they clashed and then j-hope was run to the hospital and it was raining yeah. like it looked like a typhoon that could be yeah it was right? pouring yeah and jimin yeah. had an umbrella in that scene so maybe yeah you know what i mean so it could be jimin but yeah i did bring that point to jose to where like sokjin's the only one who knows about this shop and maybe this is the timeline where you know he chose to not affiliate himself with the girl anymore and maybe he's just looking mm-hmm. at it like oh you know but also, uh, we do see another scene of the rain with the boys, or with Jin, mm. actually, to be specific, during Epiphany, um, when he Very went outside true. and it was rainy, and we heard, like, the, the thunder, Very so... True. Mm-hmm. It could be, but he doesn't have an umbrella. No, he doesn't. So you know, <laughs> right? The only one I he think... could tie to is Jimin, right? Yeah, because I really do think. I mean, come on, umbrella, Roseanne. Like, <laughs> umbrellas have been everywhere. It's been hinted at a lot. We've seen it already been presented. And for this to just, you know, say that, I don't think it's just coincidence. Coincidence, right? Mm-hmm. And also, Jimin is the one who also posted on We Were Saying That. I mean, it was raining in Korea, but, <laughs> I, I, like, come on. Like, it's it's, it's too much. It's, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's just too much connecting. No, I totally yeah. understand. Totally understand. But um, we can't wait because... Right now, they they did post like another entry oh, for yeah. July twentieth, mm-hmm. and it's basically the same as what they posted back in two thousand seventeen, two thousand eighteen. But it's kind of like um, what used to be the fourth story back in two thousand seventeen and two thousand eighteen is now like the fifth story because it's shifted. So because of the third one, yeah, yeah, because of the third one. So so far, I feel like everything will be the same up until it supposedly brings up Sukjin, that entry when it talks mm-hmm. about like. Sokjin, I think maybe we're gonna be throwing another like curveball, yeah. like so. I'm excited. It 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 opens the door for anything is possible now. Like it could, this whole universe can take another turn now, <laughs> right? And Jose, I was thinking about it. So he did have a, a due date on opening the the shop the end yeah. of August. So I don't mm-hmm. know if this typhoon will actually delay delay it. To it I did not even think about that. You're so yeah. Right. So I'm like right. they're making us think it's it's the same, but then here comes this typhoon. It's like uh-huh. no, now it could be delayed. Oof. Mm, like you know, we don't know yet. We haven't heard any updates. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Ugh. oh my god, all these theories. That's smart though, Roseanne. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> no, that like, like <laughs> even though they told us late August, that doesn't mean it's confirmation because. With this typhoon, the florist might be saying, like, well, I thought it was going to be late August, but this typhoon is delayed. Mm, <gasps> That's so cool. Yeah. <gasps> so we shall wait. Come on, florist. October. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> like, like, dang, it was delayed by a month. <laughs> October. I mean, that's my other guess. I think everybody's been thinking August or October. For sure. Yeah. It's one of those two months and can't wait to figure (laughs) that out. But while we're waiting for more updates on Smeralda blog, I think a lot more hints came out as of today. 
but of a possible collab with Shiga on Max, who's also an artist that Max. I'm not sure if you guys know Max, but he featured on Shiga's mixtape, y'all. Yeah. He has an upcoming album that's gonna be released September 18, but、mm-hmm. today there were screenshots of like the credits of a song called "Blueberry Eyes,"、mm-hmm. and it listed Shiga as a songwriter. No.、Oh. We might get another collab. We don't know. I mean, what do you, what do you think? Do you think like it was like a messed up thing, or it was just got leaked, or you know? Um. Well,、there? I think I think once you see registered songs on like BMI or I believe the other publishing or I don't know if it's publishing or licensing. It's one of those. I I'm not sure,、mm-hmm. but uh, companies. It BMI is one of the big ones, and I think ASCAP is the other one that I've seen、mm-hmm. mentioned a lot in the music industry. Yeah. And basically, these are the Um, how do I say it? I guess the ones that give the copyright to the art, like as in,、yeah. like nobody else can use this now. Now this is protected.、Mm-hmm. The songwriters,、mm-hmm. the producers, the artist, and so once it's registered, I don't think that's like fake. Any, you know, it、yeah. just a.、Uh, Um, how do I say? It? Like, the, it can't be a leak because it's been happened. That's happened a lot with a lot of artists.、True. Like a lot, a lot of artists that I follow separately from BTS that I like,、um, they'll have songs like that. You know, people will post online like, "Oh my God, did you guys see this new song was registered under Lady Gaga, under Rihanna, under Beyonce?"、Mm-hmm. But we just don't know when it'll come out or if it it will come out.、Mm-hmm. You know.、Mm-hmm. Um, so this is what happened, and I'm sure you guys can find it really quick if you just simply. Uh, Google it,、um, you or on Twitter.、Yeah. Um, if you look for Blueberry Eyes, like Roseanne said, and basically it has Min Yoongi as one of the songwriters and also Max as well. Yes. And so the reason why we feel like it could be on his new album in September is because he worked with Yoongi on August D two, but also、yeah. that that's probably not the only thing that he's worked. On on with him, like he went to Korea. Max went to Korea, and I'm I'm thinking they worked on multiple things. Like couldn't、ah. just be one. And even if he didn't go over there, they can send each other files. You know, very true, very true. There might be.、Uh, I don't know if it's because if you do see other songs listed under credits, like not only like Blueberry Eyes, but I wonder if this song will be released. Ahead of time, like some are saying, maybe next month as like a single. So oh, we shall okay, see. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, kind of like um, with Halsey, right? Yeah, with Halsey. Because Sugar's Interlude was released before her album, right? Yeah, it was. So, and it's a it's a good way to also promote his album. You know what I mean? Yeah,、so. promote it. Yeah. Can't wait! Oh my gosh, we're being we're spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm interesting. Blueberry eyes. The title itself sounds really nice. <laughs> yeah, it makes honestly like as soon as I read the title, I'm like, what do blueberry eyes look like? Blue? Like wait, but it's not really blue. Blue. <laughs> so I was just like sitting there for a while, like, what am I? I don't know why.、About? I just think I just think of like maybe they're singing to somebody. That's、uh, what I'm thinking. Like they're describing somebody's eyes, eyes. as being blueberry eyes. Like. They're blue like the blueberry. <laughs> the blue, the blueberry. blueberry. You know what I mean. But like in a in a romantic way,、okay. that just sounded weird the way I said it. But you know what I mean. Very eyes that I could put on my pancakes and put some oh. syrup. Oh, sorry. Well, no, I'm just hungry no, right now. No, it's all good. I'm just, I'm just 
just hungry. I want some breakfast. Uh, no, that's not good. The only way I eat blueberry ice are in my morning shakes. Oh, that's okay. I don't know if people needed to know. <laughs> We're giving. Okay, where are we going? Who, oh, Jose? <laughs> oh but lord while we're waiting for all this to like happen they have been promoting for their japanese album map of the soul 7 the journey by doing a lot more like giving us feeding us all these live vocal a performances uh -huh. <laughs> so these has like these are a couple of my like top favorite live performances from them i think it was like your eyes tell like the first performance that they showed us has got to be like one of my favorite lives from them but um mm -hmm. but also did you i didn't really get to watch the showcase and that's because all the videos that i found so far on youtube are like super laggy i've seen like some of their performances but i don't know if did did you get to watch some of it jose yeah i've seen i i saw clips like uh stuff that was being translated for oh, the interviews and yes. stuff but like not the entire thing mm -hmm. uh because on on youtube i i feel like there's only the well at least from what i've seen it's only the performances yeah and like you some of them are kind of lagging and some of them are kind of like not the best quality no. either. <laughs> so it's like uh it's hard to find a really really good one but yeah we've been fed a lot as far as uh japanese promotions they're going all in mm -hmm. and like for your eyes too i think they have now three performances for mm -hmm. your eyes still for stay gold i think they have like three or four, three or four maybe even five by now oh. i have I, I i've lost count how many times they've That's performed it which is not a complaint it's just like they've been going in on these japanese promotions and it makes sense you know yeah. like they have more time to do it as well i'm like there's so many performances and here's the thing though when it comes to like japanese promotions we don't have easy access like we do with like music shows in korea you know mm -hmm, that are usually mm -hmm. posted on youtube with these japanese performances i believe they don't post it on youtube where we could access it that's why that's why we're yeah. complaining about like the low quality the lagging right because they're being re-uploaded by fans like yeah. these aren't on official channels and like it's hard for us to like have access to those channels in <laughs> japan to it's not the same as korean shows yeah, you know where you're able to uh uh see what's going on live sometimes and then also if you don't catch it live the shows they have their own youtube channels that they upload mm -hmm. the performances on and that's not the same for japan yeah so, they're yeah. a little bit more um i guess strict with copyright so that's mm -hmm, that's our culture mm -hmm. so it's understandable um but i know there was a recent issue that came up with their showcase in japan oh yeah um mm -hmm. i didn't get to watch it live but apparently when they aired it they failed to broadcast the vcr properly so a lot of people assumed that during the intro vcr j-hope was cut out from it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but good thing big hit addressed the situation by saying that during this broadcast audio malfunctions occurred due to troubles with technical appliances and at the beginning of the stream the vcr accidentally played from the middle so i mean i felt relieved that right yeah. of course they didn't forget j-hope and i you know like uh, that's the reason why it's it's best to kind of wait for them to clarify what went on mm -hmm. but i know that it became an issue on twitter yeah um were you were you around twitter when we when you saw all of this like happening yeah i even uh was one of those armies that tweeted at big hit because 
it just I saw different versions of the VC- VCR, and all of mm-hmm. them showed every single member except for J Hope. So you know, I also was one that thought that J Hope was cut out. Yeah, so like I understand people who respectfully contacted Big Hit. I was one. I respectfully tweeted out and emailed yes. saying. Um, like, this is what we're seeing, and we ask that it doesn't happen again. But, I, of course, with respect, it wasn't something like calling them names or or saying other yeah. disrespectful things. Um, and I saw that the majority of ARMY were doing that, the ones that were reaching out to Big Hit. So I understand both sides, because yeah. I, I, I would see some people saying, like, uh, don't jump on the hate wagon, like, don't start sending them. And I'm like... Do you not see that we're not being hateful? We're actually just wanting yeah. some clarification. And it was all respectfully for the majority of the, of the people who did email and tweet. It was from what I saw was respectful. So I don't understand why people were saying that like so many people were being hateful when I didn't see that. But I do understand those people who were saying like, uh, let's just wait. And those who were like, let's contact and wait for a clarification. So I see both sides you know i totally understand and once we got the clarification i was like okay well it was something that um you know it just happened because of technical issues it wasn't purposely done so you know i think people who were tweeting out started like deleting it because it's like there's no other point of keeping this and other people finding out later that maybe this could have been done purposely you know and uh happily our j-hope is back he was seen on the VCR uh, for the re-airing of this showcase. Um, yeah. There's no technical difficulty, technical difficulties in that, and we can see him and the rest of the boys as well. Yeah, he was at the beginning before mm-hmm, Jimin, mm-hmm. and I guess that part got like cut off when they started airing it. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that they um, they addressed the issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And cleared up the miscommunicate or the the problem. So those were the updates we had for today. Let's start our favorite segment, Love Army, where we read letters written by you guys. If you want to submit your letter or voice recordings, please email them to interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com. Don't feel discouraged if we haven't read your letter yet, because we could always read it in our future episodes. So we have one ARMY letter from Melanie, and Melanie says, A letter to my seven best friends. Hi BTS, my name is Melanie and I am 20 years old ARMY from Peru, but I moved to Sweden when I was six years old with my mother, and since then my life has been a roller coaster. Many thoughts and especially many feelings surrounded me for years. Sometimes they were positive and sometimes negative, but I guess that is just what we call being human. But you, BTS, are exactly the definition of happiness and positivity for me. All of you seven made me feel something that I never felt before. You have made a great change in my life. You showed me the way and opened the door to love for myself in a unique way. My inspiration and motivation came from you, and it was something I thought I would never have again. My love for you was something I would say it was meant to be, especially when I found you when I was going through one of the most difficult moments of my life. I felt really alone and hopeless, and things could have gone really bad for me, but then Kim Seok Jin, Min Yoongi, Jung Woo Seok, Kim Nam Joon, Park Ji Min, Kim Tae Hyung, Jung Jung Guk, BTS, I'm sorry, guys, <laughs> came into my life. And for that, I'm always going to be grateful for. 
Now I'm proud of who I am. And I'm not afraid of being alone because I never was and I never will be. I have you and I have myself. I'm the one I should love in this world. And she's quoting Epiphany. You and ARMY are really a big part of my life and it's so precious. And once again, thank you BTS for everything, for your hard work, for your tears, for your smile, for your passion, for your time, for your friendship, for the love, for ARMY, for a home. Please stay healthy, eat, drink water, sleep well, and love yourself. I'm a proud ARMY. I am proud to love BTS, and I'm always going to support you, and I want you to know that. I also want to tell you that I was one of the armies who was lucky to see you guys perform in Wembley. You were amazing. I had no voice for almost two weeks. <laughs> I purple you and thank you so much. And also thank you, Jose and Roseanne, for this. You guys mean a lot to every army. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> Melanie. Really, girl, you're going to do this to me right now? so sweet. Aww. <laughs> That's a lovely letter. It was a lovely I love how she's like... Basically, it's almost like she's... Well, she is writing to BTS, Yeah, actually. yes. Oh, the way she started, too. Oh, so cute. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Melanie, so much for sharing this letter. Yes. And, from, and she's in Sweden, too. Wow. Yeah, from Peru, so, now in from Sweden. From Peru, now in Sweden. That's amazing. That's cool. Are you listening to this episode on Himalaya? If you are, congratulations because you're already using the best new podcast app out there. Not only does Himalaya have tons of cool features like curated podcast playlists and collections along with personalized recommendations, but our brand new members-only version of this, Interlude Army Plus, is only available on the Himalaya app. When you become a member of Interlude Army Plus, you'll get all ad-free, exclusive episodes, giveaways, and more. You'll even get these episodes a day early. And the best part is, Interlude Army Plus is available for just $4.99 a month. So download Himalaya and join Interlude Army Plus today. Welcome back to Interlude Army. Today we have an American recording artist, Grammy award-winning songwriter, music and vocal producer. And you guys have also seen him with BTS on American Hustle Live as one of their mentors. So please welcome Nate Waka. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I didn't know we had an audience. So I thought it was a podcast. Where did where'd the audience come from? That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the cheers. Wagwan, what's good, Jose and Roseanne? Yes, yes. Go ahead and introduce yourselves to our listeners. Yeah, my name is Nate Walker, and uh, I'm really pleased to be a part of the show. I was on American Hustle Life, as you all know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and fighting. Yeah, yes. <laughs> definitely. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. We have a lot of interesting questions, and this time around, we asked our viewers to submit their own. So we'll be asking those a little further on into the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our first question is: How did you find your love for music, and what made you pursue it, Nick? That's a really good question. Um, the, my love for music, I think, like anyone else, you know, is just hearing, you know, from hearing music mm-hmm. and being growing up in a household where, you know, the walls were filled with like really good music coming out of Motown. Mm-hmm. Um, like my mom and dad were like big Motown fans. So like, I always heard like this really amazing music circulating through the house. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I remember when I got old enough to speak, 
I learned my first rap song. So I learned this rap song. I was probably like four or five, you know. Oh, wow. They were putting on this show at the family reunion or whatever, because they have this huge family, so they, they put on the show. Oh, and my mom was like, she's like, Nathan can rap a whole song. He can rap a whole song. Oh. <laughs> and Joanne was like, really? Oh, we got to put him on stage then. We got to put him on stage. So they like, and like had me rapping. So that was probably like the first time I, I actually like was like, oh, this is really cool. Mm -hmm. And then and I knew I could do it for a career in high school. And so I used to battle rap uh, because these producers that went to my school, they were like this uh, production crew back then in high school called Trackheads, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they were like, yo, they were like, bro, you're gonna be our artist, but for us to like get your reputation up in Memphis, like we're gonna go to every party. Uh -huh. You know, because one of them had a car, because we're in high school, like I was like a freshman uh -huh. at this time. And they're like, yo, like we're gonna go to every party that we find out about in the city, and you gotta battle rap whoever's like, whoever say that they the best, oh, you know, in those parties. You know, I think part of my charm was that I didn't look like I could rap, you know? Uh -huh. so people Man, I'm about to kill this dude. Like, hey, yo, hey, yo. I'm like, really, bro? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh that's what we doing. Hey, yo. Come on. What's that? Now, I know that you had to face obstacles and hardships on your journey. I would like you to tell us that story because you mentioned that you were sleeping on the living room floor of your high school friend's apartment and selling CDs to make a living. Like, yeah. what yeah. motivated you to keep pushing forward through all this though? Well, so I basically um, circumvented my thought process by not allowing myself to think beyond a six month mark, right? So yeah. like, this was like fresh out of college, like I got a regular job at, at the mall, you know? And mm -hmm. so they eventually they offered me a management position Mm -hmm. And I was super excited because it was like a salaried position. And I was like, man, I, you know, I've been working for hourly wage for so long. And it's like, mm -hmm. and I was like so excited, you know, and then I got home and all that excitement just like vanished when I, it really dawned on me, like where I'm going to be. I'm like, what? This is, that's where I'm going to be in 10 right, years yeah. is like working in a corporate office. And like, now I'm not excited anymore. You know, like 10 years. I'm like, that's crazy. I'm like, I feel like I haven't given myself a chance even with my music. So I called my boy and I was just like, bro, the, my, my homie I had met in high school who was living in Atlanta, attending Morehouse at the time. I'm like, man, if you got a, a couch or a guest room, bro, I'm on the way. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, well, I don't got a couch or a guest room, but you know, I got a living room <laughs> with no couch and a floor, <laughs> oh. you know, if you want to like, if you, if you really about that life, you know, you want to get a right, sleeping yeah. bag and come out. And I was like, man, honestly, I'm with it, bro. You know, mm -hmm. I'm with it. And um, so I called my job the next morning. I told him, you know, I wouldn't be coming back. I, I literally drive my car to Atlanta and I move in with my bro. And he's like, he's like, what's your plan? I'm like, bro, so my plan, I'm going to give myself six months to make it. You know, mm -hmm. if I can make it in six, I'm like, that way, even if I don't make it in six months, um, at least I'll never have regret, you know, and mm -hmm. give myself yeah. six months to give 100% of my attention to music and then, you know, to make money since I knew that, you know, I could make money by selling my CDs. Mm -hmm. Basically, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to make a, a CD of like my six best songs, you know. I figured out that if I put position myself in a place where at least, let's say, 500 people an hour pass me by, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, then it becomes really, really easy to get at least five sales an hour, which is $25 an hour, you know, five bucks a CD, 
you know? So, uh, and, and honestly, that would be the low end. I actually never made that low per hour wow. um, in the places that I was. Yeah, it was crazy. I even started making so much money that I got robbed at one point. You know, somebody <laughs> no was watching way. me. Was like, yeah, because oh I'd just be God. out there. I would make sure I dress nice mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I would um, have my music on a CD player, you know, so that people could listen yeah. to it. And that's all I would ask them to do first. It's like, hey, would you please just listen to my, my music mm-hmm. and give me your honest feedback? You know, anybody that looked like they had time and weren't in a rush and people would listen to it and give me really good feedback and want to buy it. Most of them instantly, you know, and uh, you also get people that, you know, they like seeing somebody that's not doing anything destructive, Mm -hmm. really just out here trying to pursue my dream. So then a lot of times like people would just like gift me like way more than the five dollars that the CD cost. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's really nice. I I love how like um, you mentioned that there's you had to take this, uh, put like a personal timestamp on it. Like if you hadn't, maybe you wouldn't have uh, continued with your music career, you know, mm-hmm. and you would have been yeah. at that office job. Maybe you would have had a good, you know, p- uh, position, career. but maybe you would be asking yourself like that question that you mentioned, like what if I had taken that leap of faith, you know, and I'm, I'm happy you did. Um, now, do you think that, that it's important to put your uh, timestamp on a goal, um, it looks like it worked for you, but do you think that's mm-hmm. something that you would share with somebody else? Yeah, I believe that, you know, basically circumventing the time, mm-hmm. you know, labeling the time cycles is very important to accomplishing goals. Cause it's like, but I wouldn't put a timestamp on accomplishing an entire goal. Meaning yeah, like, right. if I say I'm gonna be a billionaire, I wouldn't say, oh, I gotta be a billionaire by next year, this time, like, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to, um, okay, basically reverse engineer and say, what are the steps to becoming mm-hmm. a billionaire, right? right? So first I gotta like have a dope idea. I gotta work for myself. I gotta build a business, you know? So each of those intervals, I, I would give a timestamp so it. that yeah. it makes sure that it gets accomplished versus if I don't give it a timestamp, it's like you got people that wanna be billionaires, but they're not making any steps toward that goal. Right. You know? They're like, yeah. They're still on the couch. They're still like watching uh, seminars. (laughs) Yeah, you have to be like an active pursuer. You can't just say you want something and not work. So I totally see that. Yeah, Yeah, because you can have anything. My philosophy is you can have anything in life that life has to offer Mm -hmm. if you're willing to pay for it with time and attention. You know, that's, that's all it takes. Correct. No, I honestly believe in that as well. And that's a good um, a good lesson. Mm-hmm. But um, something that we're like very, very interested about, and I'm sure you already know about <laughs> American Hustle Life. Uh, right, right. When you were contacted about this project, like how did it all come together and what made you agree to become a mentor? Okay, so um, so I have a really good friend in the industry, um, in the K-pop industry, by the name of Jeffrey Yu, right? Mm-hmm. He... Um, he manages Dean. I don't know if you guys Ooh, know Dean yeah. Trouble. Yeah, we know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He manages Dean. He also co-manages uh, Jackson Wang. Also, now. oh wow. I was like one of the first people he was working with when he came into the music industry, and I just saw. I watched him like flourish and and grow into this like mountain. You know, he's yeah. like a beast now. He can literally make anything happen, and it's like, you know, thanks to him, I have like there's a whole K-pop wave that you know. I've been blessed to be a part of that's mm-hmm. coming very, very soon. Yeah. And it's and it's thanks to him, you know, he literally has paved the way for me. He's, you know, he's gotten me records with Jackson Wayne, with God Seven, 
with awesome. it's the list goes you know nct yes. you know saying txt um Ooh. we're also you know working trying to get on uh, bts's projects too but they're not um it's not open at the moment mm, I got so, it. so yeah and all that's thanks to him and like we've just been like working it like non-stop so it's been like uh, during the the this pandemic mm-hmm. is actually where all this time I was able to just sit down for once and like mm-hmm. really focus and like knock out song after song after song for him. And that's where blessings are coming to blossom. Now, yeah. You know? yeah. So I'm very excited about that. But he introduced me to the people that were in charge of putting the show together. You know? uh-huh. mm-hmm. They interviewed me, you know what I'm saying? They flew out to LA to meet me. We sat with each other, talked about a lot of different things and they, they really liked my energy. So they were like, yeah, you know, they like, we want you to, you know, be one of the guys, you know, Ooh. and um, I was like, awesome, you know, and they like my, my background and things like that. So they understood that I could, you know, help teach the boys things. And also one of the, the main deciding factors was like my moral compass, mm-hmm. you know, because they really uh, believe in doing the right thing. Uh-huh. And they, they believe in having a team of people that think like that, because for instance, if you're in a, in a house or a room full of people and there's like, a uh, piece of trash on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone may not see it at the same time, but eventually, you know, everyone's gonna see it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you are you in a room full of people that would literally see trash on the floor and walk over it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or are you in a room full of people that when the first person saw it, it disappeared, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's kind of like their approach. And um, so they felt like I would be a good fit into that model. Mm-hmm. They came in, but like what they weren't expecting when the boys landed was that America, that the, that the boys even had like a substantial American fan base you uh-huh, know, at yeah. that time. Uh-huh. So how Jeff is like, has a really solid ear to the industry even at that time, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he was like saying like how some of the people that were dominating at the time, like um, who's that one group that had that, that big, big record uh, right before BTS? Um, is it between like Big Bang, EXO? EXO, or is it? Yeah, I think it's EXO, yeah. So basically he was saying like some of the people that are part of their like management we're telling that we're telling him that like you know bts is like a small tier group and that mm-hmm. you know that their their potential isn't going to be great and all this stuff and so i was like what you know saying like so so i didn't know what to you know like but but like when i saw that video for one like when he i'm like bro like what like to me this is epic you yeah. know what I'm saying? like a bulletproof video was the first video i saw from them it's a oh wow like, that's you know, cool yeah i wish we could have recorded my reaction yeah yeah i was actually thinking about like yo like i should maybe start doing reaction videos to every new video that bts yeah. drops we're down you know? for that We'd like that to might be that. cool oh i'm sure i'm sure army are are here for that <laughs> they would yes. want to see that now you mentioned that you were interviewed um by the team that put it together back then it was i believe the show was on mnet if i'm not mistaken yeah and M-Net. were you also interviewed by big hit or just mnet so i was interviewed by big hit they oh. had the you know big hit had the the relationship with mnet right you know? yeah like that was a part of them doing business with them mm-hmm. and then but big hit is like you know big hit doesn't let mnet control gotcha. big yeah. hit you know Got so it. big hit was in charge it was just mnet that 
they played the, the show. It's Broadcast. not like you yeah. you were contacted by them. That's awesome. Yeah, that it, it's all big hit. We we kind of assumed that, but just wanted to see if that was the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, big hit is dope, man. I learned so much from them, mm-hmm. and just how they operate is like so so beautiful. You know, just to see that many people working together to accomplish a goal mm-hmm. is like very. It's very empowering and inspiring. You know, it like made me want to like really um, cultivate my people to like create, you know, a a movement for ourselves. Yeah, you know, and it's like everyone doesn't have to be just because you're not in front of the camera doesn't mean your position isn't equally as important. Yeah. You know, and that's what I feel like um, also where a lot of the humbleness of the boys come from is that they don't, you know, at least when I was working with them, they did not like decline people's worth or value based on their position. You know, they looked at it like really like a team and like how they couldn't be themselves if they weren't, you know, if that other part of the team wasn't being themselves and doing what they do, it creates like this thing, like they're all, everyone that's involved is like a coworker, you know, Mm -hmm. to where it's like, there's no ego, you know, the boys aren't like, hey, you know, like pick out all the yellow Skittles and, you know, where's my masseuse? Where's my masseuse? Nobody's doing that. It's like, you know, everybody understands that, you know, we are working together to, create the best possible art that we can create you know and um and that's that's really the goal and that's why i feel like their potential is limitless you know a team effort definitely and i'm happy to hear that they made you feel that way as well you know that being a yeah it's all teamwork um now we usually have our our like our own questions that we did ask them but um (laughs) we took a chance by uh having our listeners throw in some questions and so uh, we wanted to go ahead and ask you some of the Twitter questions that we received by ARMY mm-hmm. um, this one is from at rabbit hole eyes <laughs> and they ask uh, we all know that there was a language barrier between you or the mentors and BTS how did you cope with that so the way we cope with that is like instead of all the filler words and in-between words, mm-hmm. it would be like, hey, look, I'm going to teach you one word and what it means to me. And you teach me one word, like the same word of what it means to you, right? Uh-huh. So then we would understand these certain words with each other. You know what I'm saying? So then it would be like international playboys, like an inside joke with V, <laughs> you know? Because yes. it's, like, it's like, yo, so like, even though it's not his native tongue and you know but he understands enough of what it is uh-huh, you know yeah mm-hmm. so where now we when that when we say that it's 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 a it's funny to us for one and mm-hmm. it's like we both are able to relate you know and so and also Ratman Ratman is very great at English you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. he's like yeah. a beast like he, he's literally a genius like Ratman is a genius Definitely. like to <laughs> by every definition of the word you know what I'm saying like he's literally a genius and um, so, you know, if, whenever there is like a lot of words that need to get like understood mm-hmm. or translated, he's always there to, you know, bridge that gap. Now, you mentioned International Playboy. I don't know. Did you watch the interview they had? Uh, it was an Ask Anything chat back in 2017. Um, and they uh, somebody asked about you and Tony as well, like if they had kept. Um, it did it in touch, but um, I remember seeing Tay mention that he just kept saying Nate Walker, Nate Walker, and he said International <laughs> Playboy. So it just brought me back. <laughs> yeah. And I had to ask you, like, did you did you get a chance to see that? 
No, I didn't see that. I've never seen that. That's interesting. I got to check that yeah. out. Wow. But yeah, that's like our, that was like our inner, you know, that was something that me and V, like a word that all the other members didn't necessarily understand, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, because that was like an exchange between me and V and understanding, uh, you know. Like- inside joke between you both exactly (laughs) he's like oh this is like oh it's like yeah bro so it's like it makes it very cool you know just Mm -hmm. to like you know it's like even though it's just two words it still has more meaning right yeah i'm sure he still like looks back and remembers that uh those words (laughs) the next question though that we have is from at chowd underscore f and they're asking, in your opinion, what were the best slash funniest moments you had with BTS? Wow, that's a great question. I mean, it was really uh, fun waking them up, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like they, they all like, you know, it's so funny, like, like Rapmon, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like, you know, he's like, uh, you know, he looks like he's like his head hurts, but then he'll like, he'll, he'll snap into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> And then he'll he'll be ready. And then like you got people like V who you know they're gonna like he's gonna try everything he can to sneak some more minutes oh, yeah. of sleep in. You know he's gonna hide from you. You know you might. There's a lot of scenes you guys didn't see. It's like you find him in the bathroom sleeping. It's like, no what way. Are you doing, bro? He's like, huh? Huh? Oh, hey, um, bathroom time. Like bathroom time, bro. Do not. <laughs> No, nobody no, no. takes the bath. Nobody uses the bathroom for an hour. <laughs> nobody does that. That's hilarious. <laughs> we, yeah, we we saw we saw a little bit on on the show, but damn, I guess they did cut out more than we. Oh yeah, I'm sure they cut a lot of scenes out. Oh, we, yeah, we only saw the one where he snuck into a room and just tried to yeah. hide there. But <laughs> exactly, that's yeah. that's cool. Um, so at Malls XBTS asks. What happened, or do do you know what went down with the third mentor dropping out? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, whoa, that's a hot button question. Okay. Uh So what ended up happening, which I wasn't even aware of during the show, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I didn't find out until after the taping. Basically, during the show, because every time we would finish like a day of filming, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything gets sent to Korea. All that footage Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. would get sent to Korea, to Big Hit, where their team would um, edit it all, you know, Mm -hmm. and put it together. And basically, I guess, like, word came back, or so I've been told, you know, this is, you know, but just word came back that, um, for one, also, like, he was, you know, there was a couple moments where he wasn't on time. Mm -hmm. You know, he had some other things that he needed to do, you know, to keep, his responsibilities going yeah, um, to keep up with his responsibilities. And um, so there were certain moments like that. And so because of his inconsistency, you know, cause they wanted to have the majority of the footage to be consistent. Yeah. Mm. And so instead of having them pop in and out at different moments, like they were like, um, and like, I guess three mentors also, they were just like, it, it kind of, there's a, not a need for the third mentor kind of ah. thing also, you know, it's like, the, you know two mentors is enough kind of thing got it but um my, this is actually my own question but what usually happens behind the scenes when like the cameras are off like do you guys have more time to like chat with each other or what goes on behind the scenes i mean behind the scenes it's like literally just 
everybody's trying to make each other laugh. You know, it's just mad jokes and doing funny dance moves or playing video games. You know, mm-hmm. they do some. They're they're very dope. You know, so, so it's just like. You know they'll be, and they they love to practice their moves too. You know, oh, okay. if they're if they're by themselves, and I notice that they're kind of refining them their their skills. Mm. You know, and then if we're together, then it's like really just jokes, jokes, and like decompress. Right. Like, okay. You know, it's no, there's no cameras. Some it's like off. ah, yeah, you know? yeah. It's yeah. Like just being guys at the end of the day chill yeah <laughs> now our next question kind of ties um mentions that a little bit um at carthos tvs the boys must have enjoyed quality time with you as a mentor what ways have you seen them grow as people since then definitely in my opinion they have like a strong moral compass mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they have a lot of integrity about themselves and the kind of you know art they create is uh i feel like they have more of a say i don't know i feel like they 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 have a better understanding that's another thing is that they have a better understanding of their duty or their place in the world you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like it's like in the beginning i don't think they fully understood like the impact they were having on you know people and society itself as a whole mm-hmm. and i think now they have a better understanding of like wow you know what we're doing really does matter to a lot of lives yes. and, you know they and I think they, they, they're they aware of that responsibility now. Definitely. We can see that as well. Yeah. <laughs> At JK underscore Moon Films is asking, if you gained any lessons from this, I guess, the show, this experience? Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I learned, for one, like I was saying earlier, with just the value of teamwork mm-hmm. and how even the impossible becomes relatively easy with, enough hands on deck you know all moving toward the same goal Mm -hmm. so that was a huge lesson for me so there's there's something that people don't know also right Mm -hmm. so literally um like the second or third day after we shot right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i go to this club in in uh, hollywood called the roxy right Uh i have a night you know i'm saying we dancing just like having a good time and things like that with some friends and um somehow I have no idea how, but my phone, it, it vanishes. You know what I'm saying? Like oh. literally someone must have, I really think someone t- took it off of me because mm-hmm. it was like, I literally remember having it because the moment that I, I didn't have it, I started immediately looking for it and I could not find it. And I was like, but I just had it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was like, what just happened? So in that phone though, was actually tons and tons of footage of me and the boys, you know? Oh, no. Like, yeah, so that, it kind of made me a little more responsible for my things. Like, I don't I don't think I've lost a phone since then. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, so that's like a little, like, silver lining lesson. You can't mm-hmm. get those memories back, you know? No, mm-hmm. you can't. It's like, yo, we had so many, I had so much, like, stuff that I, you know, would just love to show, because, like, now I have little cousins and little nieces that love, um, BTS, so oh, it would be insane. awesome just to share with them like some of that that footage and th- different things like that. So it's like, oh Ooh. man, you know. Like, oh damn. That would have been nice to have, but yeah. at least you could um, look back and remember. And at least um, there's footage from the actual show too that um, you could show to your nieces and nephews. Yeah. You also are a musician, Nate, and you are a rapper. What are your thoughts on BTS's music? You know, how how far they've come, like how the music that they, the message that they deliver with the music. Also, uh, the rappers, all of them have 
come out with at least one mixtape. Um, and right. so, like, what are your thoughts on on their music and how far? I, I mean, I really, I really, really am a fan of the music. I think Rapmon is just slight years ahead of anyone else. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, I think he doesn't honestly get the kind of respect that he deserves mm-hmm. as a artist. You know, as a rapper, mm-hmm. he's like. I'm like, yo, like, have you heard some of these cadences and these switch ups that he does? It's like mind boggling. Like, how did you even think to do that? It's like ridiculous. What I like about the solo projects is that they seem to allow each member to be themselves and express like a part of themselves mm-hmm. that isn't a whole group like identity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that the fans can kind of like see like either a softer or a harder side of each person, you know, to release a mixtape. To me, they're, yeah, their music and like the latest, you know, well, I, I, like Seven, I really love Seven. Like mm-hmm. that, in my opinion, the mood of the of Seven is a little darker than normal for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you know, and so, <laughs> so I was like, yo, but, but then I was like, well, you know, honestly, I feel like it's good that they're doing this because their fans aren't the same fans that they were five years ago, right. you know? Like mm-hmm. everyone grows and evolves. So I feel like they're doing a good job at keeping true to that timeline and continuing to service their fan base by evolving, you know, as people and understanding that their fans are evolving also. Now, um, one of the questions that was, I guess, the most popular one. Yeah. And so that's why we're just saying like ARMY is wondering if you are still in contact with BTS. I am still in, you know, very limited contact. Like, I don't hit them uh, as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I try and keep the lines of communication open to where they understand, like, you know, I got love for them. Right. Even, um, you know, like I said, my friend Jeff is always with them. So, you know, when he's with, well, not he's always with them, but when he is with them, like, he'll he'll make sure, like, to either call me or FaceTime me or, oh, you know. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Bring me up, you know, just let people, you know, just just about, you know, because the whole thing is like, they got their thing they got to do. Right. I got a lot of things on my side that I have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's not, so because I'm busy, I understand busy, mm-hmm. you know, I understand busy people. And right. And I understand yeah. that like, just because I'm busy doesn't mean I don't care about someone right. or something mm-hmm. just because I'm not able to always reach out you know and that to me is like conditional love well hopefully um in the future because like you mentioned that projects right now are kind of closed right now with bts and i'm not sure if it's because of their upcoming album that they're working on is more of a self-produced but hopefully in the future um you'll be able to join in on more projects but um what for for you personally though what future projects do you have that's in the works for fans to look out for i've been i've been working a lot uh, really a, like a whole lot during this pandemic. Mm-hmm. I really hate talking about the records before they come out. Oh. Like it's like a weird yeah. superstition. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And yeah, it's like, uh-oh, like, am I gonna, I don't wanna jinx myself. Right, like, yeah. yeah. You know, but um, I will say that I am, I'm working on, you know, projects with NCT, with God7, mm-hmm. with ITZY, there's like uh, a J-pop group that's uh, that's new that I, oh. I've been working with, you know. So I'm really excited about that. Like I really love the new artists because you know you have a chance to kind of like help build their identity and their sound. Mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. There's a couple artists actually also out of China that I'm working with. Oh, that, nice. Um, yeah, like one's a um, 
one's a solo artist named Six. It's cool, man. It's like, you know, and uh, and that's just on like the kind of K-pop, J-pop side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In America, like we have, like I got a record that YFN Lucci is recording mm-hmm. today, actually. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, like there's, I mean, there's just so much always going on. It's yeah. like kind of, you know, um, I'm working with some new artists also. Like there's just one or two artists that I'm, I'm really excited about working with um, that we're um, working, you know, we just released their projects. Uh, Wavy Banks is one, W-A-V-Y-B-A-N-X. Mm. And um, and Jordan is the other, Jordan. And and uh, he, he's really cool because he, he like does this like singy rap thing and he plays the guitar. So it's, it's cool. So, th- so things are in the works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things are in the Yeah, world. yeah. We got a, a lot going on. Then we just had the, you know, the Justine Sky record was yeah. released recently. Now, for the future projects that they mentioned, and for just to anyone who wants to reach out, Nate, to you and, or be in contact with you, where could people find you uh, or follow you to keep up with all the things that you have in, in the works? So my Instagram throws people a lot, you know what I'm saying? Because... It uh, my Instagram handle is mm-hmm. sky underscore nizzy, s k y underscore n i z z y, and that's because like when I made it, like I was just wanting to be behind the scenes producer stuff, and I know that Nate Walker is like the pseudonym that I'm uh-huh. using on all my music stuff, you know. So I didn't want, I didn't want, I wanted oh. to break that chain of linking, you know, to me, yeah. so that even if the music was famous, gotcha. it wouldn't make me famous necessarily, you know. But I have uh, a Twitter account that's Nate Walker. So it's Nate underscore mm-hmm. W-A-L-K-A. And so that has like a, a bit more of a built out fan base on it attached. And um, and I did just start, like literally just started a um, Instagram page with my name uh, where it's Nate Walker Music, but I haven't really posted much there. So um, <laughs> I'm like, um, yeah, it's like at Nate Walker Music, but it's, <laughs> it might be like five followers right now. So, you know, help me out, yeah, man. Follow him, get my, guys. Get my followers <laughs> yes. And I'm, and I'm going to, I feel like I'm going to definitely mm-hmm. create a YouTube channel and I want to do reaction videos and mm-hmm. I want to do like funny stuff just because yes. that's like, um, like mm-hmm, relief mm-hmm. for me you know that's how like my brain decompresses yeah. is mm-hmm. by like cracking jokes and things you know I'll, I'll probably you know do some music stuff on it too but like just make it like kind of mm. random you know it's like whatever just more about like you as a person exactly. than it is like my dynamics nice. that'd be yeah. really fun. we'll be on the lookout for that definitely we're down for that lit, lit. <laughs> but thank you so much nate for taking your time and the time out of your day to do this with us. And we really, really appreciate it. And also we thank you for what you helped BTS in and during the show as well, because obviously that, that did affect them in a positive way and where they are today and how they affect us and the message that they bring to us. So thank you so much, Nate. I appreciate you guys for having me on. And yeah, like I really, I'm blessed and you know, blessed to have the experience that I have with BTS on American Hustle Life. I wish them the best. Yeah, I love those. I love them each and every one of them. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely look forward to seeing seeing them all again very soon. Hopefully. Probably, probably not this year, just because of all the right, pandemic yeah. stuff. Yeah. But you know, when there's a handle on all that, I plan on like 
traveling abroad. Like I was actually going to be going to Korea at the beginning of the pandemic cycle. And then um, the day that I was meant to go grab my passport, the passport agency shut down. Literally crazy. I was so upset. Like I had a whole situation set up. Oh no. Well, I couldn't go. Yeah. I mean, right now it's, it's, we're at a like weird limbo where everything's on a pause. So hopefully it will continue or proceed next Next year, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully crossed, soon. You know, yeah. and you could continue yeah. with that project that you were, or that you know, the travel to Korea because that'd be a really cool experience. For sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. All right, Nate. Thank you again so much. All right. Everybody. Stay safe, Nate. Thanks, Jose. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Much love. Much Keep love. You. Happiness. Have a great day. Bye bye. Thank you too. <laughs> Ciao. So, what did you think about this episode, Roseanne? There was a, a lot of interesting info, and it's just really uh, fun to think back at like what happened during American Hustle Life and all that. Because I, mm-hmm. I believe that was one of their like most life changing moments was them going through mm-hmm. that. And so, just to hear someone who also got to experience those moments with them is just it's awesome, you know. So, <laughs> how about you, Jose? No, my God, no! I like it's just like shooketh. <laughs> I, like it, 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 it has me in that mood because it's like we're getting to talk to people who have like personally met BTS, who have personally like worked with them. You know what I mean? And so having Nate, who was one of the mentors on American Hustle Live, which is like uh, like that show is is I think it's like iconic. There's a lot of funny moments from there, There's- a lot of sweet moments too. And it's like, yeah, it's just I, 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 I'm amazed that we could we can do this and how Nate was so open with us, you know, to share so much about himself and about his experience with uh, BTS as well. So I just uh, I'm so happy. Yeah, <laughs> no, especially when, um, you know, Nate brought up a lot of like hardships and struggles. And yeah, it's he's just another uh, person who's proof that you know if you really love what you do and you want to work hard to obtain those things it's obtainable mm-hmm. and um i i'm glad that nate was one of their mentors back then because um it's just just to see nate be successful but also for nate to witness bts to be this successful yeah, you know, like no i just at that time i know because right? just imagine how he feels seeing where they're at now and him he is one of those people that met them way early on in their career so yeah he must feel so proud you know to see where they're at ah it's just amazing (laughs) (laughs) it is but yes to stay updated please follow us on twitter at interlude army pd that's interlude army pd and our instagram is interlude army pd as well and if you want to send any feedback or letters please email us at interlude.army.podcast at gmail.com so that was our episode for this week make sure to stay tuned for next week's episode thank you for tuning in and have an amazing week yeah thank you guys thank you catch you guys next stay week stay safe bye bye Roseanne bye Jose <laughs> bye Kim Namjoon, Kim Sojin, Min Yoongi, Jung Ho Seok, Park Jimin, Kim Taehyung, Jung Jung Woo, BTS.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.